This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, the Insurance Bureau of Canada, as you've been hearing in the news, has once again taken aim at our auto insurance system here in BC. And once again, ICBC doesn't come out of it looking all that great. According to this new report, if you look at drivers and how they pay in BC versus Alberta, well, the Insurance Bureau of Canada says that the same driver could save a lot more money just by being on the other side of the Rockies. They're claiming the jurisdictions are similar, but they're also saying that the competition in Alberta is what makes a difference. What's also different about this report here uh, is that uh, ICBC is really doing a lot more pushback on this as well. So a little bit later on the show, we are going to be talking with the CEO of ICBC, uh, Nicholas Jimenez. He'll be joining us over the noon hour to also kind of push back against some of what we're hearing in this. But it goes back to that uh, age-old question when it comes to ICBC is, do we need more competition in this province. Now, you are also going to get the chance to weigh in on this discussion. If you'd like to email me, by all means, simi at cknw.com. But let's check in right now with Richard Zussman, who is our global news online legislative reporter who has been following this story, and he joins us now. Hi, Richard. Hi, Simi. Okay, so let's talk about this. You've been kind of examining this and taking a look at it. What did this report find out? Yeah, so what the report did is for the first time we had these uh, sort of apples-to-apples comparisons as they described it. MNP Accounting was tasked by the Insurance Bureau of Canada to look into this issue. And what they did is they found these different scenarios. And it was easy to understand and easy to explain. What they did is they built these typical people or families that go out and need to have car insurance. And they then took those people, they drove the same car, they had the same number of crashes, they used the car for the same reason. And then what they did is they took those uh, people and they went to ICBC and said, how much would it cost for insurance if I live in Surrey? And then they went to different private insurers in Alberta, averaged out the rates and said, this is what it would cost if you lived in Calgary. And the findings are, you know, a lot of people said, oh, I'm not surprised. I always knew that we paid more in BC than Alberta, but I think the average consumer will be surprised about the size of the gap. In some cases, we're talking about, you know, there was one case of a a woman, uh, 26, drives her car for recreational use, and it was nearly $700 difference to be insured uh, in BC, in Surrey, compared to what it would cost in Calgary. Interesting. Okay, now I know ICBC has been doing a lot of pushback on this too, right? And one of the things that they have said is, oh, that our coverage is different, that you will get more. They have double the yeah. wage benefits, I think they said it, and, and just double the benefits essentially. Yeah, so lots of pushback from ICBC on various different fronts. So they don't believe it's apples and apples. They The description that Nicholas Jimenez, the CEO of ICBC, gave to me was this is, you know, Audi A4 compared to a Honda Civic. You know, the performance is different. The drive is different. Everything is different, although they're both cars. And I think they were describing ICBC as the Audi, although he didn't say that specifically. Okay. (laughs) Um, But, you know, the, the fact is he says there's better benefits here. And then the other thing that both ICBC and Attorney General David Eby have been pointing out is the insurance system in Alberta is in shambles as well. And I think it's important to note, I think probably most listeners know this, but it's important to note the big difference between the two jurisdictions is Alberta has competition and BC does not. 
and the Insurance Bureau of Canada is strongly in favor of more competition. Uh, you know, you have to, to know that when you take, you know, consume this report, understanding it does come from a place of bias. They want right. to see more competition. But that's the big major difference. The rest of the system is pretty similar. And so Alberta is having a really tough time now. Uh, there's been advocacy work being done there by the Insurance Bureau of Canada to increase caps on uh, soft tissue injuries, which is, uh, you know, and the listener knows we have those coming in here in BC on April 1st, coming up pretty soon. Uh, and there also has been a lot of issues in Alberta around private insurers wanting to insure higher risk drivers. So those who are more likely to cause crashes, younger drivers, less experienced drivers, you know, the insurance companies don't often want to insure them uh, when they have choice on who they can insure because uh, with it comes a higher cost. ICBC doesn't differentiate, obviously, right? It's the only yeah. insurer. And no matter who you are as a driver, they will insure you. So those are the two big points that ICBC and the province both raised is Alberta's system is flawed as well. They have lots of problems. And uh, ICBC offers better benefits, although, again, there's disputes around that and the benefit system's changing. Isn't that interesting, though, Richard? Like, this is one of the few times that one of these reports has come out, uh, and I find that we're, there's more of a discussion about comparing apples to apples. Yeah, and, you know, this is one of the things. ICBC has long tried to make their product uncomparable, Right. The system in BC is different than any other system. So therefore, you can't compare it anywhere else. You know, I think what's been done here by MNP accounting is a good opportunity for British Columbians to look and see what the other options are. Sure. All the options have flaws, but I think we're getting ready for a serious discussion here around privatization of insurance. And Andrew Wilkinson, the BC Liberal leader, came out last night in my story on the News Hour, and again this morning in a video online, basically saying we need more competition. Is he willing to go all the way around privatizing yeah. ICBC? Not yet. But Simi, I wouldn't be surprised if the Liberals get there, and this could be a major, major issue that... You know, if it's 2021, the election, or if it's before then, this could be one of those major election issues. The current government pushing for ICBC with the reforms they've put in place, including not just the April 1st changes, but the changes in September where good drivers will pay less, bad drivers will pay more, potentially a lot more. Right. And what's defined as a bad driver could easily be you or I. You know, there's it's at fault crashes. Well, speak for yourself. Richard, <laughs> <doesn't> it? <laughs> it's at fault crashes. It's distracted driving tickets. It's, uh, you know, excessive speeding tickets. All of those things, 25% of people will pay less under the new system. That means 75% will pay either the same or more. Right. So, you know, those changes are coming and the liberals are going to come and say, well, maybe we want more competition. Is it more competition in specific areas? I know Andrew Wilkinson's been talking about opening up uh, insurance for taxi and ride share to private insurers. Right. But it could be a push for even more, you know, private insurance across the board. Okay. So then that makes us really uh, a lot more, I guess, urgent for David Eby and for the NDP government then because all the stuff that they've been putting in place or getting ready to do over the last year, it has to pay off for them yeah. heading into the next election. It, it sure does. And, and when you look at the budget numbers from February, they're counting on it paying off. You know, they've forecast that they're going to be making money at ICBC within two fiscal years. And they're projected this year to lose a billion dollars. So they believe that these changes they're making, 
especially the ones coming up next month, will save them more than a billion dollars a year. They also have this cap on special reports uh, in injury settlement claims. That's already starting to save ICBC money. The question is, are they going to be able to save enough? Are we going to continue to see rate um, claims go up? Are we going to continue to see crashes go up? How does ICBC deal with that? We're going to start seeing those red light cameras set up uh, throughout the province uh, to catch people who are, you know, speeding through intersections, not stopping at the intersection. Uh, so all of those factors are coming in. And the real test is going to be, can this government start balancing the books at ICBC? And if they can't, you know, how will the liberals be able to right. convince the public privatization is a better solution? Okay, so a bit of a preview on that. All right, Richard, thank you. Simi, my pleasure as always. Thanks for having me. That is Richard Zussman, our global news online legislative reporter.